It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. If you have a Bible, let's turn to the book of Psalms, chapter 78. 
Psalms chapter 78, and beginning at verse 1. Give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sands of old, which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he hath done. All right. You can be seated tonight. Here the writer is speaking in verse 1. The Lord is speaking and he's telling his people, in other words, to incline their ears and to, to hear the words that are going to come out of his mouth. Um, it's important tonight that our ears are open to what the Lord has to say. You know, in the Bible, Jesus spoke and he talked about, and it was prophesied by the prophet Isaiah how that there would be those that they would have ears to hear, but they wouldn't hear. They would have eyes to see, but they wouldn't see. Tonight, I want to have my ears tuned in to what God is trying to get across to me. I want my ears to be open. I want to be able to hear everything that God has to say. There is unfortunate, and you'll see it from time, time to time. You'll see how that people will come into the house of the Lord and words will go forth. And not just ordinary words, words that will save, words that will deliver, words that will set you free. And you'll find out that some people, those words will fly right over their heads. Sometimes words will go in their ears, one ear and not the other, not giving thought or not even sitting down in regard or regarding or considering what has been spoken. Tonight, I want my ears to be open to the word of the Lord. I don't want to just be here, but I want to come expecting that God is going to speak something into my heart. And more importantly, I want to grab a hold of it. I want to apply it to my life because in case you don't know it tonight, God has a word for you. God has a word for me. I want to hear it. I want to grab a hold of it. I want to retain it. I don't want to lose it when I walk out of these doors, but I want to grab a hold of it. I want to apply it to my life on a day-to-day basis. I want to hear the words that come out of his mouth. You can be seated. Because the Lord is trying to, you'll find out that the Lord will, will, is important. He's very concerned in you getting what he's trying to say and what he wants to do. And God will try to give enlighten people on things. And you'll find out that if you don't have or if I don't have the right spirit, I'll get offended by it. And I'll walk away and don't want to hear it and no longer want to be involved and what God is doing and what, what, what's taking place in the church, you'll find out that in the days of Jesus, um, they, was, they was all comfortable and they, they were so, they didn't mind following Jesus when he was performing the miracles and the breaking of the bread and all of these other things. 
But you'll find out that when it came down for him to try to explain some some deep spiritual things to them, that it, it flew over their heads. They begin to say these are hard things, hard sayings. Who can understand it? And the Bible says that they was offended at what he was saying, and they no longer followed him any longer. To the point that he turned to the 12 and he said, are you going to leave me as well? And they said, where are we going to go? You got the words of eternal life. Somebody needs to know that these aren't mere words that are being spoken tonight. But they are words that will set you free. They are words that will deliver you. They are words that if you obtain them and apply to your life, you'll find yourself on your way to heaven. You'll be walking. Walking on streets of gold, entering in the gates of pearl. I'm talking about words of eternal life. These aren't mere words. These words aren't going to fall to the ground. It's going to come to pass. This is the word of the Lord tonight. You can be seated. So I want my ears to be tuned in to what the Lord is saying. Because you'll find out that there are times when you'll hear a word from God. And a lot of times it's not straightforward. Sometimes you have to sit down and think about it and dig in and diligently seek after the Lord and try to find out what God is trying to relate to you. People that don't have an interest in really seeking after the Lord are people that will will miss out on what God has for them. But I want to diligently seek tonight because the Bible tells us that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek after him. Here he says that I'll speak in a parable in dark sense. Jesus Christ, he spoke in parables often um, because there were those that weren't sincere. They didn't really, they weren't there for the right reasons. And Jesus spoke in parables to weed out the insincere. And they heard a parable and they just walked off, you know, not concerned, really concerned about what was being said. But those that really wanted to know what he was saying, they stuck around and they asked, what are you trying to communicate to me. Somebody needs to make it up in their mind that I'm going to really seek after the word of God. I'm not going to oppose, I'm going to approach this thing casually tonight. I'm going to approach it with everything that I have. I want to know what you're trying to say. I want to know what you're doing. So I come to diligently seek after, I'm not just here on one day of the week. I'm here every time these doors open up because I'm diligently seeking. I want to know what God is doing and what he's trying to get across, what he's trying to establish in my life. You can be seated tonight. I hope you didn't come here casually tonight. I hope you didn't come here just waiting for the time to pass by, waiting for a certain time to hit so you can go home and get prepared for your next day. I want you to know this is the best part of your day right here. Oh, I hope you believe that tonight. I hope you came to pour your heart out to God. I hope you came diligently, ready to seek after God in his purpose, in his plan for your life tonight. You can be seated. 
people approach the things of God and the Word of God very casually. And you'll find out that a lot of times those people miss out on what God has for them. There was a time where I approached coming into the house of the Lord casually, where I didn't, I didn't esteem it. It wasn't at a high esteem in, in my mind. The word of God was at, at a high esteem in my mind. But I found out that after going through some things in this life, I found out that the treasure is found in the kingdom of God. You're not going to find treasure out in this world. You're going to find the real deal here in the house of the Lord. You're going to find it in the Holy Ghost. You're going to find it in the Word of God. I'm sorry. If you're trying to find it in something else, I'm going to just let you know you're wasting your time. You're going to end up at a dead-end road, and it's going to be a waste of time. But I encourage you, go ahead and grab a hold of the things of God tonight and apply it to your life. Let God fill you with the real treasure tonight, and that's the Holy Ghost. Come on, the writer said, we got this treasure in earth and vessels. Honey, you need to be interested in the real treasure. That's the Holy Ghost. It's the power of God. We need the real thing tonight. The fake won't do. The phony is not going to work tonight. You can be seated. He goes on and he says in verse 4, he says, we will not hide them from their children, showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he hath done. It's important tonight that we have a made-up mind that we are going to communicate to the next generation, to our children, how wonderful and great God is. All of his wonderful and mighty works. There are a lot of people that they are teaching and they're communicating. And they don't even know it. They're communicating to their children all the wrong things. There are people that they don't even know it, but they're communicating to their children that if you disagree with the word of God and things that come across this pulpit, that it is an option that you can find somewhere else to go. There is an option that you can kick against it. And there are people that teach kids this and they don't even know it. They might not say it with their words, but their actions are showing their children all day long that, hey, you, can, you don't have to listen to everything. You can, you can do this or you can do that. Listen, I don't want to communicate to my child anything else other than that God is great, and that he is greatly to be praised. I want to communicate the things of God tonight. I don't want to communicate a bad thing tonight. I want to communicate the right thing tonight. The Bible talks about one generation, how that they would they would praise um, the Lord. They would give and they would teach the next generation and declare the works of the mighty works of God to the next generation. I want to declare the, that God is great and that he is greatly to be praised. Listen, I didn't come to I didn't come to murmur, I didn't come to complain, I didn't come to kick against. I want to get my hands in there. I want to get my mouth open and I want to let the Come on, God is worthy tonight. He's a healer tonight. 
He can break strongholds tonight. He can pull you out of the muck and out of the mire tonight. He can heal your body. He can save your soul. He can fix whatever need you have tonight. You can be seated. There are things that God has performed in my life, and I don't have any intentions of hiding and keeping it to myself. I want to communicate it. I want to tell my child the, the situations that I was in and that God pulled me out. There, there are times where I mentioned the other week of how I had a, not too long ago, a couple of years ago, I, I was in a, a, a life-threatening accident. And God kept his hands on me. He brought me out of that situation. No hurt, no harm. And there are times that my daughter, she'll, she'll ask me, she's, she'll ask me, well, what happened to your, you know, what happened to the truck that you was driving? What happened to that? And I would tell her, and I would make sure I tell her that God kept his hands on me and that God delivered me and that God's angels encamped round about me and that God shielded me. He was my refuge in that time, in that bad situation. I don't want to hide that from her. I want to let her know that God is great. I want to let her know that God can do any. He can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can ask or think. My God can do all. There ain't nothing too hard for him. There ain't no situation too big. There ain't no devil in hell that can stop what God. You can be seated tonight. So I want, you should want your child to know that God is mighty. He is powerful. I don't want to talk to them about LeBron James because LeBron James ain't going to do any good for them. I don't want to talk to them about the things of this world because the things of this world ain't going to do them any good. I want to talk to the one that can heal them. I want to talk about the one that when they find themselves in a, in, their, in a hard situation, in a trial, that they know who to call on and that they know who they're calling on. There are a lot of people that are praying tonight, but they don't know who they're praying to. I'm glad tonight that we know in who we believe tonight. I'm glad that we know that Come on, I'm glad that we know who we who it is that we worship. Jesus said, woman, you know not who you worship, but we know who we worship. We worship the one true living God, and his name is Jesus Christ, and he is a savior. He is a deliverer. He is a redeemer. He's my strong tower that I can run into in the time of trouble. Oh, I, come on, somebody. Are you thankful tonight that you know who he is? There's a lot of people that don't know who he is. Are you grateful that you know who he is? I want to declare how great he is. I want to let it be known. I want to show forth the praises of him that pulled me out of darkness into his marvelous light. Come on, I ain't giving my praise to another. I'm giving my praise to the only one I God, the king of kings, the Lord of lords, the one that is worthy. There is none other that is worthy tonight. Jesus is worthy. You can be seated tonight. 
I walk, and so forth concludes. They are, because this is what will happen if you don't show forth his works. There are generations that are growing up that don't know. They have a, a form of godliness, but the power is not there. It's not there. Now, we know this to be true for false doctrine, but I don't believe that it should be true for people that have that have been baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost or they're proclaiming that they have. I believe that we shouldn't just look the part, but I believe we should have the goods tonight. I believe that when we pray, things should happen. I believe that when we come into the house of the Lord, there should be a mighty move of the Holy Ghost that takes place. I don't believe that we should come in here and it's like a cemetery. I believe we should have the same experience that they had on the day of Pentecost. I believe that same power should be right here. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He said, I am the Lord, I change not. He's still the same. And I I don't have to wonder. I know he wants to do the same kind of work here that he did back then. I know that. You can be seated tonight. If you have a group that are growing up, they have a form of godliness, but there's no power there. And that's because the, 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 the teachings are there are some things that are missing. I'm going to tell you, without prayer, it doesn't, it don't matter what you call yourself. Without the truth, without the word of God hidden in your heart, it doesn't matter. Without being full of the Holy Ghost, all I am, it doesn't matter. I need the goods tonight. I need the real thing tonight. Listen, a title is not going to save me. When Jesus comes back, the only thing that he is concerned about is if I'm full of his spirit. And if I don't have his spirit dwelling on the inside of my temple, I or my vessel, I'm not going with him. I need his spirit tonight. I need the power of the Holy Ghost in my life tonight. I need to get my hands in the air. I need to open up my mouth. And I need to yield myself to what God wants to do in my life. Be seated tonight. I want to have this tonight. Not only do I want to have it, but I want to be able to give it to people that are those that are coming up behind me. I want to be able to tell some young ones that Jesus is the only answer. Not your money, not your status in this life. Not your possessions. Jesus, you need the Holy Ghost. There's only one God, and his name is Jesus. You'll be surprised that there are people that proclaim to have this. And, you know, and I'm not knocking any, I'm not knocking anybody tonight or any, anyone else. I'm just saying we got to really be what we're proclaiming that we are. It's important. There are little ones that are looking to us. 
They see what we're doing. And I want to make sure that I'm communicating the right thing. I want to make sure that I'm that I'm relaying the right thing. I don't want to invest, I don't want to give my child over to the world. I want to give them over to God. You'll be surprised the amount the people that take their children out of the hands of God and put them in the hands of the devil. That's, no. I want to put them in God's hands. I want to I want to invest them into the, I want to be like Hannah, and I want to let the Lord know they belong to you, Lord, for your purpose, for your service, for your will, for your plan. Come on, I'm not putting them in the hands of the devil. In some situations, the devil don't even have to do too much. People are just handing them over to them. I got to change my thinking. I got to change the way I'm looking at things. I got to get in the word of God. I got to get in prayer. I got to allow God to enlighten my eyes lest I sleep the sleep of death. I got to allow God to illuminate me so that I can see correctly. I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. But you want to put your child in the hands of God. I often think this. Now, I know the hardship that I, let's, we can remain standing. I know the hardship that I went through when I kicked against the things of God. And I made up in my mind, I do not want my child to go through that. Now, I understand that going to get to an age where she's going to have to make her own decisions, and there will be trials. But I made up in my mind that the trial that she want, that she goes through won't be because of me, won't be because of what I put in her life, won't be because of what I turned her over to her or allowed. I can't control anything else once she gets of age. I can pray and ask God to quicken her mind and help her to remember the things of God. And I believe God will. But there are things that kid, children are going, teenagers are going through right now and young adults are going through because for whatever reason people took them out of the hands of God and put them in the hands of the world. Now, this is it tonight. We got the goods tonight. We got the truth tonight. We got the word of God tonight. Somebody got to make it up in their minds that I'm going to declare God's mighty works. I'm going to declare that God is great and greatly to be praised to those that are coming up. To my kids, I'm going to let them know that God can do any and everything. That there's nothing too hard for him. That God is the only option. You hear that tonight? God is the only option. There is no other option. Somebody, David said, disciples said, Peter said, where else are we going to go? David said, who else in heaven do I have but, but thee? Who else? 
club? You think you're going to find it there? Hopping from relationship to relationship? Trust me, you ain't going to find it in there. This is it. Stop looking other places. Young people, get your eyes on the Lord. Get it off the world. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. I often say that the world doesn't have anything for you, but I change that. They do. The world has a lot for you. A whole lot of junk. A whole lot of junk. Addiction. Diseases. Trust me, the devil got a lot in store for you if that's what you're determined to pursue. He's got a lot, and he is ready and willing. I want you to know God has good things for you. God is not interested in destroying you. He's interested in saving you and keeping you saved. You need to make it up in your mind at this young tender age that I'm going to serve the Lord. The writer said, remember, remember thy creator in the days of thy youth. You want to get it down in your heart right now. It don't get any easier. Don't get any easier. Trust me. Hear words. Hear the words of someone that has been there. I'm not telling you something I don't know. It don't get any easier. If you're going to serve God, you better get a hold of him right now. You better make a determination in your heart. I'm going to serve him right now. I'm going to trust and believe. I'm going to commit my ways unto him. Let's lift up our hands and let's call upon the name of the Lord. Oh, come on, somebody. Come on, my ears are open to what you're saying, Lord. They're open. I'm not just casually here. I come pursuing you with everything that I have. Come on, parent, make it up in your mind. Your children are looking at you. Their eyes are on you. And believe it or not, they will repeat everything that you do. Make it up in your mind that you're going to declare the works of God. Make it up in your mind that you're not going to talk bad about church. You're not going to down church. But you're going to build it up. You're going to build the kingdom up. Come on. You're not going to allow them to hear you say negative things about brothers and sisters in the Lord. But you're going to allow them to, to hear positive things, good things. Come on. They need this. We got to give it to them. We got to make it up in our minds that we're going to give it to them. We're going to give it to them the right way tonight. Oh, come on, somebody. Lift up your voice. Call out to him. Come on, I don't want my child just to go through the most, come up and go through the motions. I want them to be on fire for God. And in order for that to happen, I got to be on fire for God. Oh, come on, somebody. Come on, young person. 
Make it up in your mind that I want this. I don't want what the world is offering. I want this tonight. I want the Holy Ghost tonight. I want the Word of God tonight. I want the things that that belongs to the kingdom tonight. I want the things of God tonight. I have no desire. There's no room. There is no reservation in my heart for the world. Come on. Get a mind frame that Peter had. Where else would we go? What? Where are we going to go? To heartache? Pain? Let down? Failure? No. God has good things for you. He has good things in store for you. Oh, come on, somebody. Lift up your voice. These altars are open tonight. Come with your heart lifted with your hands, calling upon the name of the Lord.